I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call. This old mariner, by the grace of God, uh, many, many years on an old boat. And in 1966, the Lord took me off of a boat and placed me in the book, and the book of God. It's good to have this book in front of me. In fact, it's good to have those of you that are listening. I forget to say sometime, thank you for just sometimes putting up with this program. I do appreciate this station uh, allowing us to be part of the broadcasters uh, that's here. I'll be in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 2, and I'm going to read especially a verse here, verse 15, a part of the verse that's here. And uh, we're going to be talking about the importance of steering a straight course at this time. The importance of steering a straight course. I had when I was young, my my father uh, was a commercial fisherman. My father is... Uh, now to the point my father's still alive and he commercial fishes only in his mind he's in retirement status only because the old body won't work anymore and uh, i still enjoy talking with him but my father taught me well as far as an industry is concerned and uh, even though my father was not a christian the time that i was being raised or reared or uh, however you want to put that uh, he had some morals and one of the things that he constantly was on me for was he'd tell me to straighten up straighten up and do right yes sir straighten up yes sir and uh, I want you to go straight uh, yes sir and so uh, just living right and as far as uh, especially those of us who claim to be children of God you know I think it's important to live right many people they have a good testimony as far as their mouth is concerned but as far as their life uh, people a lot of times has said something about Christianity to the point they said there's just too many people that's crooked. We'll use that word. Too many crooked so-called Christians. Now, I don't want to be that way. I want to be straight. I want to straighten up. I want to stand up straight. Keep it straight. Straight forward. Amen. Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. I want to do right. I want to. In fact, here in our passage, Proverbs chapter 2, let me read it. And then uh, we'll sort of get on with our thought at this particular time. Proverbs chapter 2 talks about the evil man. It says, verse 12, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things. Uh, it talks about his path. And it says here in verse 15, concerning this evil man, whose ways are crooked. What about the evil man? Whose ways are crooked. Have you ever come across someone that was actually really crooked? I mean, they were so crooked, you'd have to twist them in the ground, so to speak, when you bury them, you know. Someone said this, we say this in the South, that man is as crooked as the dog's back leg there. You know, the back leg of a dog is bent. 
He's as crooked as that dog's back leg. You know, sad to say some of those people they even referring to are Christian people. I don't want to be crooked. It says the way of the evil man. Talking about crookedness. It talks about the wicked person in Isaiah chapter 59. And it says the way of peace they know not. And there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. All right, talking about the wicked again. All right, a crooked path. The ways uh, of the evil are crooked. Now, that's so different than God and God's people. The path of the Lord is straight, you know. And it's important to steer a straight course. And I want to make a parallel and just, once again, for the sake of just Fisher Munn, let's just make it a boat again, you know. I believe it's important to steer a straight course if you follow my drift here. Uh, as far as the the world is concerned, in Philippians chapter 2, Jesus even described the world uh, through the writer there, which is the Apostle Paul. He said the world is a crooked and perverse world. talks about a crooked and perverse nation. Isn't it something? As far as the Lord is concerned, it's the path of the Lord is straight. But as far as Satan, he's described in Job chapter 26, Isaiah chapter 27, as being the crooked serpent. Have you ever seen a straight snake. The only way you straighten him out is hack his head off and take his take his clothes off and take that skin, put it on a board and stretch it out straight. Otherwise, he's crooked. Of course, that's the way he has to transport himself across the ground. I understand that. But the devil is called a crooked serpent. I don't want to have anything to do with crooks. I don't want to be crooked. I want to do what's right. I want to straighten up. I want to go straight. I want to live for God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The reason you need to do this, if we illustrate it as a boat, all right, as far as my vessel is concerned, maybe I'm headed headed out to sea. You know, I finally leave the harbor, and yet you have to twist and turn to get out of the harbor and get out of the bay and then get into what we call the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, suppose I'm running to Key West, Florida. I take, and with the help of my electronics, and sometimes I even get out the old chart, and uh, we're going to chart a path from here to Key West. And uh, what's the closest distance between two points? All right, Mobile Bar Pass and Key West, Florida. All right? Uh, as far as the, 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 the closest, uh, we'll say, you say, well, Brother Mon, just draw you a straight line and take off. That's, that's what I do. And, you know, if... If I keep with this straight line, what is going to happen? I'm going to get there in the shortest amount of time. The shortest distance between two points is a straight line. But suppose, and for that being true, let me say first of all, you know, if you don't steer right, if you don't live right, if you don't do right, you're going to lose time. All right, with the boat, you're going to lose time with the boat. Now, if I don't steer straight, a straight line, suppose I just zigzag back and forth, it's going to take more time. Suppose it takes me about, and it would with the kind of boats that we had, they're very, very slow, probably 12, 13 knots, and uh, take us about 48 hours from Mobile Bar to Key West, Florida. Suppose the wind is contrary. The wind's coming out of the east, or maybe it's coming out of the southeast, just right in the bow of the boat, and just up and down, I'm flopping up and down, and what I'm having to do is I'm going to have to get off course, and I'm going to have to steer toward a lee beach and follow the islands off of the 
the panhandle of Florida first, and then around the corner, down toward Tampa, St. Pete, and then down in toward Key West. And uh, the alternate direction there, and I had to change courses, and I couldn't take a straight line. Instead of taking me 48 hours, it takes us 75 hours. You said, what is that? A loss of time. Now we think about with a child of God. Have you ever looked at, you know, living for God like this? You know, if you don't live right, it's going to take time off your life. Uh, hello, I did say that, you know. Sometimes people listen, but they're really not listening. I'm saying if you don't steer right, I mean, if you don't live that honorable life, you know, you said, what is it going to do? Sooner or later, you're going to do things to hurt yourself, number one, and it's going to take time off your life. It's not only going to, you're not only going to lose time steering a straight course. It says of the wicked, it says who way, whose ways are crooked. It says they made themselves crooked paths. I don't want that. I want a straight path. The will of God for my life is, we would say, would be a straight path down the channel of life. And I don't want to get out of that because I'm going to lose time. I also lose financially. What's the difference in traveling 48 hours and 75 hours besides just loss of time? Do you got any idea? You say, "Well, I don't know, Brother Mon." Well, it's going to cost—it's going to cost me more financially. It costs more to drive that boat seventy-five hours versus forty-eight hours. You understand? I'm going to burn a lot more fuel. You understand? So the parallel once again in life: lose financially if I don't live right. I'm going to suffer loss. I'm going to suffer loss to the sense, yeah, I'm going to lose my health. I understand that. You say, "Well, how are you going to lose financially?" Well, when you get before God, and every person will stand before God. All oh, the lost person will stand at God's white throne. Oh, you don't want to go to that judgment. But for all the saved, yeah, we have to give an account of ourselves to it. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 and 10, it talks about we all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Oh, to receive those things done in the body, whether it's good or bad, has to do with reward time, my friend. Stand at the judgment seat of Christ and determine whether I go to heaven or hell or not. That got determined a long time ago. In 1966, when I trusted the finished work of Christ, I trusted what Jesus Christ did for me there on Calvary. My sins are paid for, past, present, and future. But I tell you what, if I don't live right now, it's going to take its toll on me. My friend in the future is for his rewards. Lose Financially, some people, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, are going to be saved so as by fire. You need to steer straight course, my friend. If not, you're going to show, and i just be honest with you, I guess just go straight to the, uh, straight to the point, you know. Uh, it shows a steering problem. People will just steer back and forth in life. Maybe spiritually speaking, it's like I head to the direction of the south. And I go some to the southeast, and then I go back to the south and then over to the southwest and west, and back over to the south and the southeast and east, you know. You say, what's, what's, what's the, there's a problem somewhere. There's a problem that needs fixing. With our boats, we had, a long time ago, we had somewhat of an automatic pilot. There's an old Wood Freeman, I think. And sometimes the thing would just mess up, and it would not keep a course. Put it right on south, put it in gear, and then move me to the southwest and move me over to the southeast, you know. And it just showed that as far as the old autopilot, we had to have it fixed. Sometimes in steering, the guys would be on the back of the boat, and I had the 
Uh, I had the time at the the helm, but I had to cook at the same time. So I was back and forth from the galley to the <laughs> to the pilot house, from the galley to the pilot house, back and forth, you know. And you said what? It just showed that there was a steering problem. There was not somebody at the helm. And if you look behind, I was leaving behind a crooked path. Uh, sometimes I. I just went to sleep at the helm too. I'd hate to I hate to even confess that. Now not not very long, just for a few minutes or so. You went to sleep while you were steering a boat. Oh yeah. You said what happened? <laughs> Got off course. A lot of people are asleep at the wheel. Shows this a steering problem. Oh, I tell you it's salvation. What Jesus does for us, he comes to live within the person of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of God has promised us that he'll guide us into all truth. I have an automatic pilot. You said, what happens, my friend, when I begin to go off course? It shows that there's a steering problem, and the problem is not the Holy Spirit. The problem is Wayne Munn. You don't want to leave behind a crooked path. Someone said we live in a gospel. Uh, A bit every day, by the deeds that we do, by the words that we say. Men read what we live, whether faithful or true. I wonder, what is the gospel according to you? People look at our life. And, you know, if you steer steer crooked, you know, as people look at you, look at behind. You know, it's like looking behind the boat and you see the wheel wash, you know. See the boat, the the propeller is just churning up the water. And and you can see sometimes it makes a white-looking foam. And you look and you can tell the boat is just going crooked, you know. What do people think when they look at your life? Oh, would you not surrender to the Lord and what the Lord wants you to do? And God can help you to keep in the straight and narrow. As my dad said from time to time, straighten up. (laughs) Yes, sir. I want to live straight for my Lord. Now until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Mund saying goodbye.